San Diego voters will decide on a measure that would raise hotel taxes to pay for an expanded convention center, homeless services, and road repairs. Measure C requires two-thirds majority to pass and is the latest in a years-long quest to expand the convention center. While the measure is supported by a diverse coalition, it does have one major opponent, one of the city's most well-known homeless advocates. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Lori Weisberg, you're on the business desk at the Union-Tribune, and soon voters will get to decide on Measure C in the primary election. Let's start with a brief explanation. What is Measure C? Okay, so Measure C basically combines three big issues in one ballot measure. It is basically raising the city's hotel tax hike to bankroll an expansion of San Diego's Bayfront Convention Center, create a new revenue stream for addressing the homeless problem, and uh, some money for road repairs. Basically, this hotel tax hike would go, our, our current hotel tax hike is 10 and a half percent plus we have a two percent charge for tourism marketing so it's about 12 and a half percent it's going to go up by anywhere from one and a quarter percentage points to three and a quarter percentage points and it's highest in the downtown area where the hotels are closest to the convention center so it's basically like i said it's sort of a three-in-one measure addressing what city leaders say are, are pretty big civic priorities yeah, and how did this come together? How do we get this kind of value meal of uh, <laughs> civic things? Well, this goes back a ways. It originally was, the the effort was really focused um, years ago on just expanding the convention center. And uh, then Mayor Jerry Sanders came up with an idea to have the hoteliers uh, vote themselves on this tax increase to finance the convention center expansion. They passed it. Uh, in about 2012, mm-hmm. and then um, Corey Briggs, attorney, sued over it, saying it's unconstitutional because you didn't go to the voters. Uh, went up to the appellate court. He won, killed the whole thing. Yes, you have to take it to the voters. Fast forward to now, um, city tourism leaders, the labor, homeless advocates decided that uh, the measure would work best if they added homeless in there. Mm-hmm. And street repairs, and they argue, they create this sort of nexus that having a lot of homeless on the streets can affect tourism, and bad streets can affect tourism. So they, they put it all into one, and, and, and some will acknowledge that they probably couldn't get the votes they need if it was just to raise a tax for a convention center expansion. However, they do point out that this is a tax on visitors to our city, not uh, San Diego taxpayers. And where does this put San Diego among other cities? Is this, do we become like an extremely high-tax city for people who visit? Um, we're, we're, right now we're considered pretty low um, for hotel taxes. It would, it would put us kind of close to the upper tier, not the, not the highest, but mm-hmm. pretty close. But everybody has agreed from a tourism expected, a perspective, the hoteliers, that um, it's not going to dissuade people from coming here. And it's not the whole city. Mm-hmm. So uh, can you explain how this coalition came together? Because as you described, this is kind of like an odd amalgamation of how do we better become a, a city that serves tourists? Uh, it's, well, they, they realized that, um, that in order to get approval of something like this, and it, and it has to be two-thirds majority, by the way, which is very difficult in San Diego, um, that they were going to have to have 
a group of people where there would be largely no opposition. Um, organized labor came on board early, but they, um, in previous iterations of this measure, they thought there wasn't enough money for the homeless. They were very much a part of their involvement is that they wanted more homeless money. Also, you could argue that they were involved because this could mean a lot of new jobs, both construction and otherwise, should the convention center get expanded. Um, and little by little, they brought in the homeless advocates because um, having a real reliable steady stream of money for the homeless has been difficult to get. There, there has been increased spending in recent years, but um, not to the level that's that's really needed. So little by little, they um, they tweaked the measure and they did put in even more spending for the homeless. And one, one feature is that they accelerate that funding during the first five years. You get a whole bunch of money, about $147 million during the first five years. Um, and then the majority of the money does go for the expansion. But it's, it's a decent percentage, about 31% over this 42-year measure um, that you get for um, homeless spending. And where do we stand with the convention center? Are, are things truly that dire that if we don't expand, things will leave? Uh, there, are, there are those who would argue with the, uh, the notion that we are losing so many conventions. Um, but we are at pretty full capacity for a convention center of this size. Many of San Diego's competitors, Anaheim, Orlando, Vegas, Chicago, um, um, are, are expanding or have expanded. Mm -hmm. And so um, a lot of the bigger, more lucrative conventions like um, a lot of the medical conventions need a lot of exhibit hall space. Of course, Comic-Con could use the space as well. Uh, so they argue that um, they're turning away these larger conventions because they can't fit here. And there are critics, however, and there's one in particular, he's a professor, Haywood Sanders, who argues that the growth in attendance at conventions is nowhere near the growth in exhibit hall space across the country. Mm -hmm. And so you're not going to fill it up. That if you build it, they will not come. Uh, San Diego disagrees. Interesting. So this also has opposition. Uh, what is the biggest opponent to this plan? So there is a uh, longtime homeless advocate. His name is Michael McConnell. Um, he has parted ways from the homeless community, homeless advocate community, and he is um, spending a lot of his own money, more than $300,000, on flyers to send the message that this won't do anything, this won't, I shouldn't say won't do anything, but will do little to help. Um, it's not enough money. There's no guarantees in the measure how exactly the homeless money will be spent, which is true. I mean, it's for the homeless, but it, it's not mm -hmm. specified exactly how. He thinks it'll get eaten away by administrative expenses. Um, he just doesn't think there's enough guarantee and that people are being misled if they think it's really going to do much to help the homeless. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. It seems like the city has tried a number of things to fight the homelessness problem, but you would need a massive infusion of cash beyond what this measure provides to really make marked change. Right. And, and the homeless advocates agree that that's true, that this is just one pot of money. But why why say no to this one pot of money? It's, it's At least it's better than nothing. Um, and he, he, Michael McConnell, argues otherwise. Mm -hmm. So now the people that are pushing for Measure C, how confident are they that they will get the votes? Uh, they're they're pretty confident. Um, however, you know they're putting on a good face. Um, we did do a recent poll that showed there's 61 percent in favor, but still a decent number um, undecided. 
But to reach, you need to get to 66%, and there's some thinking that as you get closer to the election, that support starts to fade. So they do have a very high bar. Very, very rarely has a tax increase ever passed in San Diego. And to get the two-thirds majority is is really hard. So... I think it'll be very interesting to see if you know if they can make it. And if they don't make it, there really is, at least for the convention center expansion, no plan B. They're, they said they're pretty much out of, out of choices. There's nothing left they can do. Yeah, I wonder if they're kind of hoping that the surge of people voting in the coming primary for president may help measure C, but hard to say. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I wish we, you know, I wish we had maybe just one more poll to see. Um, I don't know what their internal polling is saying, but it, It'll be interesting. Yeah, it's certainly interesting that when it comes to the convention center, this appears to be one of those San Diego things that just won't go away. And there are like attempts and attempts and attempts to try to change it, but there's always some loggerhead somewhere somehow. Oh, I know. I mean, God, we've been trying for so long for this. I mean, it also got bound up when the Chargers, you know, before the Chargers made their decision to stay, and there was a ballot measure that they were going to combine convention space with a new Chargers stadium. The convadium. Yeah, the convadium, exactly. So they've tried so many things. And you're right, it seems like man, haven't they tried this already a number of times? It, it seems like, as you say, the uh, the issue that won't go away, but they are telling me that if this goes down to defeat, it won't go away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess like the biggest victory for anyone and anything related to this is the fact that SDSU West even happened, even though that's still up in the air, but unrelated. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. There, there's some big ticket um, project going forward, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, do we expect to get any more polling or any more data before people vote, or is this just kind of it? Um, within our organization, we do a joint poll with the with Channel 10. No, there will not be another poll. So um, as I said, I, I don't know how they're going to get that momentum. Uh, I mean, they are spending a lot. Um, since last year, they've raised um, more than... Um, 2.5 million. I mean, they're probably close. They're getting probably close to 3 million. Um, I don't know, you know, if you watch television, you've seen repeated, repeated TV ads, um, lots of stuff in your mailbox, digital ads on your, you know, social media streams. So they're, they are taking no chances. They really are getting the word out and they're holding multiple press conferences, rally style events to, to get the word out. Um, they just, the, just this week, they brought in Comic Con to, to raise the, uh, the profile of the measure. Yeah, it wouldn't be surprised if I see, you know, some Iron Man out there handing out flyers. Exactly, exactly. Maybe that's up next. All right. Lori Weisberg, thank you so much. Thank you. In other news, San Diego's top luxury hotels have managed to hold on to their yearly five-star rankings from two of the lodging industry's most prestigious travel organizations. In the latest ratings released Thursday by the Forbes Travel Guide, Rancho Valencia Resort and Spa in Rancho Santa Fe, the Fairmont Grand Del Mar in Carmel Valley, and the Park Hyatt Avira Resort in Carlsbad received the top five-star ratings. They were among just 19 five-star hotels in California. Those three San Diego County hotels, plus the lodge at Torrey Pines in La Jolla, were also selected as five-diamond properties by AAA. There are only 17 hotels in California that have secured this year's Five Diamond level. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. This podcast is produced by myself, and editing help this week came from Laura Sacalo, Beto Alvarez, Christina Davis, and Diana McCain. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and support our journalism by signing up for our print and digital products at unioncrip.com slash subscribe.
Until next time.